This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, it's Laura. And Angela. We are about to start this week's episode, but first we want to thank our sponsor, AdamandEve.com. Adam and Eve is where Angela and I get all of our fun, sexy stuff, either for our nights with our sig others or, you know, hey... Sometimes we need a night alone and we need some fun, sexy things for that too. Right, Angela? That's right. You know, I've always been kind of obsessed with lingerie. I just think it's really pretty. I remember when Austin Powers came out and we were in like whatever middle school. I was like, I want to look like a fembot one day. And you wear that on your own? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Just you know, hanging out. You know, sometimes I do like to do that. It makes me feel like, I don't know, what are those like 1940s like... You know, you're just like walking around your you're like, I just always look like this even when I'm by myself. Yeah. And the movies like women in the 40s look like they were always sleeping in swanky, sexy, silky things. But what I was talking about when for nights alone is is vibrator. <laughs> that too. Put that on too. put on your fembot costume and get a vibrator. <laughs> by yourself. Uh, guys, go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. And when you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs, plus a free mystery gift. And to top it all off, they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order. That's adamandeve.com. Come and use our code SINGLE at checkout. That's S-I-N-G-L-E at adamandeve.com. Use our code SINGLE at adamandeve.com. Now Now let's let's start start the show. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. ba 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 Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Spera. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is ripping the dating band-aid off. That's right. For all you newly single peeps out there. Also on the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news. Tinder is making a ladies first option. Sounds a little familiar to me. And a student decided to email Every girl named Claudia on campus after he accidentally left swiped a Claudia on Tinder. (laughs) Pretty genius. Uh, Then we're diving into the mailbox to check out a bizarre Tinder profile submission and to answer a listener question about what to do when a guy wants to split dinner 50-50. But first, Angela, what's going on in your week? It's just us. Yeah, it is. Hi. Um, Hi. Hi. So one of my best friends, Ashley, had one of my favorite dating dilemmas to ever happen to a person recently. She's do tell, do tell. She's a lot like me. She's very awkward. Uh, In high school, they used to call her bad news and they called me worse news. So just to give you some context (laughs) about our personalities. Did you guys always have Uh, downer news to tell? We're both just kind of Eeyores, you know, not like now. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't see you as an Eeyore. Totally perky. Um, but so she, um, <laughs> she's actually someone who was ripping the Band-Aid off. She hadn't dated in a while. Um, and she decided to get back out there on all her apps. She was using Hinge, which I feel like we don't hear about a lot. No, we haven't heard about them in a while. Um, so she met this guy. They decided to go out. They moved the conversation to text. So... Uh, he gave her her number. She texted him and was like, hey, this is Ashley. And he was just like, hey. Didn't say his name. Didn't say his name. So then by the time it was time to go on the date, she went to look back at his Hinge profile to be like, oh, what is this guy's name? He had deleted his profile. Uh-oh. So she didn't know his name and went into this whole date and tried to like 
wait for him to say it. He actually even told her story. But how often do you say your own name? I'm not like, so let me tell you a story about Laura. Like if, if, <laughs> right. if he started <laughs> about talking. me, Laura. <laughs> if he started talking in the third person, I would be a little concerned. The, I, yeah, I feel like the only time you say it is like when you go up to them and you're not too sure who they are. And it, you, you're like, oh, like, hey, are you Laura? And that makes it so much harder if you don't know their name because you're like, oh, hey, are you? <laughs> this is what I would have done. I would have suggested a place where she knew the bartender. So then she could be like, she'd go on the date and you're like, oh, actually, I know the bartender. Let me introduce you to him. Sam, meet my date. And hopefully the date says, hi, I'm Gregory. Right. And she just acts and she would just act like she's really bad at introducing people because, you know, like that's a pretty obvious like when you don't know someone's name, that's what you do. You just introduce one of the parties and not the other person's name. But I think that could have worked. You would have like you would have had to either run into someone that, you know, and then introduce it like this, like Tinder anonymous person to that person that she already knows or like, you know, choose a spot where she knows someone that's right. working there and then be like, oh, I f- didn't know you were working. Like, let me introduce you. These were all ideas that we brainstormed with her after the fact because she thought she was going to be able to get through the first date and somehow it would come up and it would be fine and she wouldn't have to like go to some kind of elaborate plan. Did he get, okay, I have another idea. Did he get carded for a drink and then she's like, oh my God, let me see your ID picture. So that was one of the things we suggested. We were like, like, look at his credit card. Be like, oh, I was thinking about using, like getting one of these. <laughs> uh, but she didn't do I was that thinking, either. I was thinking about using one of these like Visa ATM cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How, how are those? How are those working? What are, what are the rewards like? Um, so she, uh, but what was really funny was they even had a conversation about like what his parents wanted to name him. And she said she, the whole time she was like, ha, ha, ha. so what did they name you? <laughs> <laughs> but it never came up. So I would be like, what's your middle name? And then he would be like, you know, uh, you know, Joshua. And she'd be like, cool. Wait, say your full name <laughs> together so I could just like hear it out loud. <laughs> and the funny thing is he would probably just think like, oh, this girl's like, she thinks she's going to like trick me into saying my last name so she can stalk me. Little would he know. She didn't know any part of his name. So how did she finally figure it out or did she? So then she messaged me and all my friends. We have like the group chat. She had to consult the group chat. Um, she was like, I still don't know this guy's name. We're texting. We're going to go on a second date. And I don't know what to do because it's insulting at this point. No, to, she like, can't ask you like, what's point. your name? So I was like, definitely. I mean, if you are going to do that, you got to do it in person because you can be charming and, and, and kind of awkward about it. And maybe it, it won't sound as bitchy as like, listen, I don't know. Your <laughs> I don't name. know your name. I don't care. And I didn't care enough to write it down. Um, so like we were all like throwing out suggestions that like you had said, like having a plant at the bar, that's a friend that you can like introduce him to. I got my whole office involved. They were all like pitching ideas. <laughs> uh, and finally, and so her whole this thing. This is why friend group chats are <laughs> yeah, so fun. It takes a village <laughs> to find a person's name. Um, so she was like, I think, okay, so it was something weird. I remember that it was something weird and it started with an A. I was, was going like, to say Xander. Okay. So I was like, maybe you could like just start calling him A. Like, it's like your cute little thing. Like, just call him A. <laughs> yeah. Um. So she was like, well, I okay, don't know. Okay, wait. Aiden? That's not that weird, though. No. Well, no. So she did remember other things about him. She remembered where he went to school and what his job was. So I was like, oh, I got this. I went on LinkedIn. Little sleuthy Angela. Literally, it took me 
three minutes. <laughs> I found not, him. How? How? I don't know. I mean, I'm gifted. He wasn't on the first page. I had to go a few pages in. Really? But I found him. His fucking name was Richard. So I it was didn't like, even start with it. Where did Thank- you get that from? Thank God she didn't start calling him A. Especially because like our suggestions were like, call him A. Ask him how he spells his name. And he would be like, <laughs> his name uh, Richard? <laughs> like how you usually spell Richard? Um, <laughs> so wait, how did you confirm? Was like Because she had sent you a picture. So you were no, just... Well, like, she described what he looked like. So I knew... Wait, you didn't even have a picture to go off of and you no. sleuthily found it on paper? Page four? No, I, I was I was good. She was like, he kind of looked like Obama. So I was looking for an Obama type, <laughs> which she I Richard seems really nice. She was being really kind, saying he looks like Obama. I gotta be honest. Uh, I mean Obama's pretty hot. Did yeah, he, did he, he did, look uh, he could be Obama's cousin? <laughs> 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 which also that I so feel were, I felt bad for my friend because then of course I had access to all his social media before anyone else did so I was able to look through all of his pictures before she was able to be like well that's a bad picture like look at this one he looks more like this one and I was just like oh that's what friends Richard. do yeah <laughs> you yeah need to pluck your eyebrows Richard friends only <laughs> show their friends like the good angle pictures right. of the guys exactly. they're dating so she wasn't able to filter I saw everything <laughs> Um, I was stalking his friends because like his Twitter was private, but I was able to see people tweeting at him. So I was like, his friends are funny. <laughs> um, so we went from knowing nothing to knowing everything about him. Wait, very his name was, I love it. That would have been so bad if she started calling him A and like, how do you spell? <laughs> I'm dying. So that's, that's the whole saga. She found Richard. I am so impressed. Do you think, you know, not to take credit since I had nothing to do with the story, <laughs> but do you think my like, you know, hanging around with a, a former journalist such as myself had any impact in your sleuthing abilities? Possibly. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I, that means, does this mean that I could, am I ready to be a journalist? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I'm just crazy, actually. <laughs> and clearly, I have too much downtime at work. Uh, this is great. Well, I'm glad you helped her out. Uh, how did the second date go? They ha- Oh, actually, no, they, I have to find out. They just went this week. Um, I think it went well. I think they like each other. This is going to be a great story to tell at their wedding. I hope they wind up together oh. just so I can tell this story. I, it's kind of fun having like a secret though. <laughs> you think that she should never tell him? Yeah, I kind of do. I think it's fun <laughs> that like all of you guys just know this secret. Or she should wait till like their 20th anniversary. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> like like wait, a, wait a while. In lieu of a gift, here is this ridiculous story. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> um... So that's what's going on with me. How are you? I'm good. Um, I just uh, so like I I have like a dilemma. Maybe it's like a I don't know what you would call it, like a like a tick that I have okay. or like a, something I tend to do a lot. I have a problem with like changing gifts people get me. Oh, this, people like you are so frustrating <laughs> to get gifts for. I know, but I'm like a very specific person. Like I like very like specific things you know like I I used to do this like I mean now that I am married to an artist I realize like you can't do this but I remember like buying a painting and like there was something written on the painting I did this twice with like artists I bought paintings from and I asked them to change what was written on the painting and like I couldn't understand why they were in like such a bad mood (laughs) about like being asked to like change what was written on the painting Um, but like so Nick has gotten me like a couple like gifts that I genuinely really love i just want to change like one little thing about them 
Would you say that that makes you not like a sentimental person? Like you don't get too overly attached. Um, I I like eventually get attached to stuff, but like usually like like yeah, I, if I but not really. I mean, like I'm keeping the thing. I'm sure. still keeping You're the all, thing. Right. I'm just like altering it so that it's like perfect. <laughs> okay. All right. So okay. Number one, I, I changed my, I changed my engagement ring. <laughs> Is that bad? Um, I don't think, I think a lot of people do that. Right. I mean, it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. But then I was like, it had like all these diamonds all around it. And I was like, I kind of want like a really skinny, simple rose gold band with no diamonds. So then like, I still have the original diamond band. It's just separate. So I, I did like a couple years ago, I first had changed my engagement ring. Right. And like Nick said, he didn't care. He, he said like, yeah, do whatever you want. So then recently he gave me this like beautiful bracelet, like emerald bracelet. He picked it all out all by himself. I'm like obsessed with the bracelet. It's so beautiful. And then I loved it so much, but like, I don't really wear things on my wrist as much, but I always wear like chokers. So I was like, I kind of, this bracelet's not long enough to like go around my neck as a choker, but like maybe I can make it longer into a choker. So I asked him if it was okay. And he was like, yeah, do whatever. I don't care. It's your gift. And so I was like, all right. So I changed it into, so I like went to like a jewel jeweler in like the diamond district, which is like hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like people shouting at you. Yeah. Don't they like kind of lead you down like a sketchy corridor? Yeah, it's usually. horrible. <laughs> it's like the canal street, like, but like, like people screaming at you to buy diamonds. Like, I'm not just like, it's like, <laughs> I don't got it like that. Yeah. It's like, instead of buying like, yeah, $12 handkerchiefs, they're trying to get, they're like screaming at you to buy diamonds. Like, what are you do? Stop. Um, anyway, so I, I changed it and I, and then like, but then like a couple days ago, I was like, Oh, Hey, you want to see a picture of the necklace? And then, and he goes, what, what, what was wrong with the bracelet? <laughs> what, what was, what's the deal? And I was like, Whoa. <laughs> I thought it was like I thought like me changing stuff like hadn't it didn't matter but then I got like a little inkling that like maybe he was sad I was doing it I get that I feel like uh like I like my mom always returns gifts and stuff and I as the gift giver I feel like if you put a lot of thought and time to picking something out it can be a little like not even hurtful just like a little like it's like a tinge of like oh man but like, yeah, the person wants to change it. I but know. On the, on the flip side, I do really like the choker. Right? So. It looks really good. And like the thing I said, I was like, I was like, nothing was wrong with it. I loved it. I, I love it so much. It's perfect. I literally just wanted to make it longer so I can wear it every single day. And right. that's the truth. But I think, you know, still just turning it from a bracelet to a choker, you got a little sad. And then I felt like an asshole. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you should feel like an asshole. But well, like, I, I needed to ask you because you and him are like the same right. person. But I would definitely like if, if I got like I've gotten Ian um, like watches and other clothes and things that he doesn't wear. And I'm like, eh, yeah, it like hurts my feelings because yeah. like, I, I put thought and time into pick, picking those things out. I think I take it for granted that I think I'm just such a good gift giver. People don't change or take back anything I give. <laughs> but I've never put myself in the shoes of being like, yeah. My feelings would maybe be hurt. Yeah. I know. But the choker's really fucking cute. But also I think Nick shouldn't take it personally because you're just a very particular person. It's not like he's bad at picking out gifts. It's just that And he's great. You, you like I'm to like put your spin it. on everything. I just made it longer. 
whatever <laughs> i just made it long <laughs> um, all right on that note you ready to talk about what's in the news yeah what have you been reading about in the news so apparently Tinder is trying to keep up with Bumble. Cosmo's Shannon Barber is reporting that Tinder is making a ladies first option. What publication did you read this in? Uh, Cosmo. Sexy. That's the one. So Tinder announced it will have a ladies first setting that will allow women to choose whether or not they want to avoid receiving awful pickup lines. Um, the difference between Tinder and Bubble is that Tinder will still have its regular option where, you know, anybody can message anybody first. It's just a setting that you can turn on. You can turn on if you want to be the one that has to make the first move. Exactly. Yeah. This is so funny because like Whitney Wolf, who is like a badass business lady that runs Bumble, used to work at Tinder, as we know, and had like a bad falling out after getting like some like kind of like uh, harassment. And yeah, it was like a she's. Also, apparently, the ex-girlfriend of the Tinder CEO, which I didn't know. Well, one of the founders. Yeah. That was, like, part of, like, the following. Yeah, yeah. I actually went to college with that guy. I knew him. Mm. He was never really that nice. <laughs> Just being no. honest. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she dated, like, yeah, she was in a relationship with, like, yeah, one of the founders. She was, like, one, she was also one of the founders. Um, And then, yeah, there was, like, a falling out. She got, like, some harassment. Then she sued. And then she went and started Bumble. So it's just... Very funny that they're trying to now copy her genius moves. They actually asked Whitney Wolf what she thought about this. Oh, what did she say? They said basically she was like, good for them, great for women. Oh. So she's, whatever, she's Taking above the it all. high road. She, I think she knows that like, if, I mean, this is what I think too, is like, if you're serious about wanting that to be your, your online dating experience, you're probably going to go to the people who did it first. And do it do best. best, right? And everybody knows, like, yeah, Tinder does not have a great reputation for putting women first. Right. So you probably want to go to Bumble if you care about that sort of thing. Right. And this is exactly, they're doing this exactly because of that reputation. Um, apparently, I mean, Tinder still, like, has more downloads than Bumble, according to this Cosmo article. Uh, Tinder has 100 million downloads. Bumble has 26 million. But the, also Bumble hasn't been around as long. Exactly. Um, but yeah, this is the, they said this is their effort to uh, make the gap even wider. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't think at all. I mean, but who knows? Like, you know, Instagram copied Snapchat stories and then Snapchat kind of had a little dip. It's true. So but maybe, but I don't know. I still feel like, yeah, if you want to make the first move and and that you're going to go to Bumble. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, if any of our listeners try it, let us know. It's not available yet, but it will be soon, they said. Hmm, keep us posting. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was reading an article that my friend Matt sent me two weeks in a row. He's hooked <laughs> it up with good articles. He knows the articles that are good for our podcast. We should pay him as a research assistant. <laughs> He's really good. He's really good. I really appreciate it. He like he really he really does like know our our brand. Thanks, Matt. Yeah. Um, so this is an article written by Nicole Dara for Fox News. A Missouri State student emailed all the Claudias on campus after he accidentally swiped left on Tinder. <laughs> this is like my favorite story. Um, Missouri uh. State University freshman who accidentally swiped left on a fellow student named Claudia set out to find the woman he missed by emailing every Claudia on campus. His name is Hayden Mole, and he sparked the, quote, Tinderella story when on the Tinder app, 
So he had swiped left on a profile of an 18-year-old student named Claudia and lost his shot. With the little information he had about Claudia, he decided to search the woman's name on the state university's website and found 22 people named Claudia. So he set out on finding which Claudia it was and emailed all 22 of them. The Claudia that he had accidentally rejected received his email and posted it on Twitter, which got retweeted thousands of times. Uh, and she wasn't really doing it to like make fun of him. She just thought it was so amazing that he emailed all the Claudias on campus. And he had requested that if the correct Claudia received the email to please reply with right or left on the email oh my to God. see if she was interested in meeting up for some donuts or something. That must have been some profile that she had. She should teach a class on making first Tinder impressions. It's probably called just being hot. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's not that much to go off of. <laughs> she must have been super hot. Yeah. Uh, so the real Claudia apparently thought that his gesture was funny rather than creepy. Thank God. And they planned on getting some donuts. So I would be very curious to know how this went. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I feel like Claudia isn't that popular of a name, right? I was shocked there was only 22 in the entire college. That's actually more than I would even think. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Mm. I I know two Claudias. Really? I don't know any. Really? <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I guess having it be like a, a medium sized and popularity name made it easier for him. That's true. But if, if I was the Claudia, I feel like I don't know if I'd be into this this emailing it was a little desperate yeah but then like you tweet about it it like gets like you know you know thousands and thousands of retweets like everyone's cheering for you're like all right i'll get some donuts like you know you want to like people are invested you're it's a good meet cute it's a great you want a great meet cute so you know we did a whole chapter on like how how we met stories are not as fun anymore this is like a great how we met story yeah so you know it's i think it's kind of cute his eagerness yeah well it's a, little, it's a little stalkery. I'm not going to recommend it to other people, but I'm glad it worked for Hayden. Yeah, there you go. All right, we are about to jump into the mailbox, but first let's take a quick break to thank some of our sponsors. We would like to thank our sponsor, Squarespace.com. You can keep dreaming, but make it a reality with a website from Squarespace.com. There are so many things you can do with Squarespace. You can turn your cool idea into a new website, showcase your work, blog or publish content, sell products, so many things. And, you know... It's really easy for us to talk about Squarespace because we were using them way before they were ever a sponsor on our podcast. That's right. I feel like if you're the kind of person who is a creative but doesn't really know a lot of like tech stuff and you're overwhelmed by websites, Squarespace is just the go-to. Like everybody is like, oh, Squarespace. I don't think I've ever told the story of how I first found out about Squarespace, but I tweeted at Alec Baldwin. Okay. As every great story begins. And... The, and but I accidentally wrote Alex Baldwin, <laughs> and this guy named Alex Baldwin in San Francisco, like in the tech world, wrote me back on Twitter and was like, "Haha, I think you got like the wrong Baldwin." And then and then he like we started talking about like I forget like tech stuff, whatever. And somehow it came up. He's like, "Yeah, but I looked up your website, and at that time I like had a website that I had created with like Apple, but Apple like you know." got rid of like their website Mm -hmm. platform so like my website looked like really shit and i needed a new one he's like yeah i looked at your website by the way you like need a new one (laughs) like (laughs) wow alex baldwin alex and then he was like 
you know, I'm in San Francisco, blah, blah, blah. Like I could help you. Like, but honestly, I think you should check out this website, squarespace.com. And that is the story. So he, he didn't even work for Squarespace. He was just like, you need Squarespace in your life. Yeah. He was just like, he's like, there's this new startup called Square. This was like literally when they were first starting. And I was like, I don't have to create my website all over. And he's like, you don't have a choice because (laughs) like, you know, you're the platform uses isn't is like dead. And and it all, I found out about Squarespace all because I tried to tweet at Alec Baldwin. <laughs> that is a great story that I can't believe we're just hearing now. I, can't, I know, I forgot about <laughs> it. I just remembered. Um, but yeah, that's how we ended up doing, I ended up doing lauralane.com and then we did this is why you're single show.com. I did my wedding website. Angela did angelaspare.com. We've done, we've created so many websites. It's all thanks to me fucking up Twitter. <laughs> Um, so you guys you you don't have to have Alex Baldwin tell you you have us <laughs> um, if you want to create a beautiful Squarespace website you just it's super easy they provide templates that are created by world class designers they also make finding a domain for yourself and buying the domain really easy which I know can be like kind of overwhelming yeah so no matter what you do if you're an architect you own an art gallery you're a blogger a producer jewelry designer whatever Squarespace is great so check out squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use our offer code single to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain that's squarespace.com use our offer code single and save that 10% off We would like to thank our sponsor, Zola. Zola is reinventing the wedding registry and planning process to make the happiest moments in couples' lives even happier. And God, I wish that I knew about Zola when I did my wedding registry because it is so great. So many cute things on there. And like you can get things from like all your favorite stores. Like I got these really cute like tablecloth and like placemats. And then I also got this like, um, it's like a, I don't know, I guess like a laundry basket, but you can kind of use it for anything. And it has like half moons on it because I'm obsessed with moons lately. I don't know. Mm. And something I've been really into is moons. So I went on Zola and I just did a search of moons <laughs> and like saw what cute stuff came up. I recently searched flamingos on Zola. So we all both are going through like a weird phase in our lives. Yeah. All right. I'm glad to know you're I'll keep an eye out for flamingo things. Yeah. That's the thing though. Like if they just have awesome home goods, even if you're not getting married, go around and snoop. But uh, if you are, Zola Registry has everything you love about your favorite department store, plus things like honeymoon funds, fitness classes, wine subscriptions, and so much more. They have over 500 top brands and 50,000 gifts, experiences, and cash funds. They also have a really cool feature that allows your friends to do group gifting for your wedding. So like if multiple guests want to contribute on a big ticket item, they can. They make it really easy. Which is so helpful because what I had to do, which I think I've said before, is I had to like take back a bunch of small stuff to get like the big things I wanted because I right. didn't I didn't like have a group gifting option in any of the registries I signed up for unfortunately and it was a big huge pain in the butt yeah and Zola has a lot of like really cool big ticket stuff like you can get furniture they chairs and couches yeah that's awesome all that good stuff also if you're looking for a place to build your wedding website zola has a free suite of wedding planning tools including a free wedding website so helpful uh to sign up with zola and receive a 50 dollars credit toward your registry go to zola.com slash single that's zola z-o-l-a.com slash single and you'll get 50 dollars credit toward your registry which is awesome zola.com slash single 
Okay, Angela, what do we have in the mailbox this week? Um, you know, before I read it, I have to say that I just realized that I called that guy stalkery and my story before was about how I found that guy Richard on LinkedIn in two <laughs> seconds. So like, who am I to judge? Um, <laughs> Good point. <laughs> we're all That's a little stalkery. That's my favorite story you've told on the podcast. <laughs> it's one of my favorite stories that I've ever heard. So <laughs> thanks. <laughs> um, yeah. More- stop. Ju- no judging. <laughs> um, all right. More stories. These are from our listeners. This one's from Single Michelle in SC. She submitted a Tinder profile that she found. She wrote, love your podcast. I anxiously await your new program weekly. People often wonder why I'm laughing alone at my desk. (laughs) People don't need to know the answer. Yeah. Um, Let them think you're crazy. Yeah, let them think it's the voices in your head. Um, So she says, this Tinder profile is pretty creative. That picture, though, hope you enjoy. And so the picture is a guy shirtless in a baseball cap taking a selfie in the reflection of, I guess, is that a window? Angela, you're very generous. I don't know if he's shirtless. I think he's naked. <laughs> oh. But I, <laughs> Maybe you're right. I think I do the see picture's that v. <laughs> just cut off. Can you see like that deep V that like, like normally your pants come up over right. the V? Like, like that is a good like nine inches his belly button there's his belly button there's like nine inches i'm pretty sure the picture's cut off right above his penis i thought he just had baggy pants on no he, he's only <laughs> wearing, be- on second glance i believe you're right it is a man it's so the picture Elizabeth, the picture's taken from inside of a house the man is standing and it's shooting a w- out a window the man is standing not in the house outside of the house wearing only a baseball cap naked uh <laughs> yeah and um he's but he, self-employed but he 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 does look like uh he's not like ripped he's like very fit yes he is fit very fit and tan and smiling nude outside of his house in his backyard in a baseball hat um laura <laughs> since since you are the actor of the two of us oh am i <laughs> i think so uh would you like to do a dramatic reading of his bio yeah Yo, I'm Tony. Hot premium Italian sport model. Low miles. Excellent condition. Soft and beautiful interior. Minor scratches on the exterior. Never smoked in. Reliable. Too many extras to list here. Must see. (laughs) Oh, Tony, I get it. Like a car. Like a car. You're funny, Tony. Yeah. Um, I love his profile. Thank you for sending it. It (laughs) it really made us laugh. It really did. I hope Tony finds love or whatever it is he's looking for yeah uh outside in his backyard yeah <laughs> with possibly baggy pants possibly his penis out um uh on to this week's question now this week's question is from confused in boston confused in boston writes i met a nice guy at a charity event that i had, had organized and he asked me out we hit it off and had great chemistry for our second date he asked me to dinner and was courteous enough to pick a really nice restaurant and make a reservation a novel idea in today's dating world of 20 something slobs very true yeah <laughs> that, that is well nice. put um, we were having a great time but when the check came and I did the half hearted reach for my purse move to be polite he said do you want to split this or do you want me to get it I've been in that position so many times when they ask you uh, you're like obviously when you do like, but but you've like, done like the fake reach for the wallet so like yeah but if but if he he he's like, do you want to split this or do you want me to get it it's like, like if i'm going at, if i go to check out at nordstrom's and they say 
do you want to pay for this or do you want me to give it to you for free? You want the purse for free. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you definitely don't want to have to tell that per Like in the dating no. scenario, you don't want to have to tell him to do it because then it's like him not doing it at all. If you have the option, nobody ever wants to pay for anything. <laughs> it's true. Very true. Um, so she said, I was a little speechless and I just said, it's up to you. Which is, which I think, is, a great yeah, response. That's all you can really say. <laughs> yeah, because you don't want to be a dick. You And you also like, you know, you're a woman. You're like, I can pay for I'm like happy to pay. you're not trying to be a mooch but I'm sorry when somebody else picks the spot and makes their reservations like they're not taking your budget into account and especially this is like you know like one of their first dates like he picked the place he made the reservation if it's like a nice fancy place and like and not a place that you would usually spend your money on like he really should pay yeah i agree because like i'm sure she would have been just as happy to go get drinks which would have cost her a lot less money a lot he less didn't money. ask for her yeah like if, if he plans to split it or plans to like you know split the bill or go 50 50 and like that's his intention going into the date, then he should say like, hey, like what type of place do you want to go to? Like do you – he should ask her for recommendations since like, you know, he's he's not going to be paying and he doesn't – they haven't been dating long enough for him to like know her financial situation. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she said it's up to you. And she says because I didn't know what to say oh, – she said that because she didn't know what to say. He then opted to split the bill 50-50 if it matters he had steak and I had chicken. That does matter. It does so matter. So now you're paying for part of his meal for the restaurant that he picked. If he was worried about money, why did he get the steak? Asshole. Right? <laughs> and then also, like, if she says it's up to you, like, like – you pick the place. Yeah, like, like, you know what she's saying. Yeah. So then what else did she say? She said it was a huge turnoff for me. And I thought it was a bit rude given that he'd asked me out, pick the place, book the table. Yeah, yep. Exactly what we said. Yeah. Had the tables been turned, I would have offered to pay. Am I in the wrong here? I am an independent and financially stable woman and don't mind splitting or contributing. But this just seems like poor manners. Would love to hear your thoughts. Yeah. I couldn't agree more because like, you know. Like, you know, at the beginning of relationships, like, you know, what I would do is I'd be like, oh, hey, uh, like if he, if he brought dinner, I'd be like, oh, hey, like if we go to a movie, like I'll buy the tickets and you like buy them on your phone and like you buy the ticket, you know, like it, she's a financially stable woman. She I have the feeling like she, if they had gone for drinks after this dinner, she probably would have been like, hey, you got us that really nice dinner that you booked. Like, let me get the drinks, you know, right. and that would have been like a really, you know, nice and like like a move that she should do you know but yeah it, if you're the one picking the place like you gotta especially this early on you know before you're once you've been dating for a long time and you like know each other's financial situations and like you've gotten into your groove of like who pays for what yeah like then that's fine to like split be like hey are we splitting this one 50 50 yeah because i got the last meal and you got those movie tickets but at this early on like it was poor manners i got to agree with her you yeah know? i agree too and like if <laughs> giving him way the benefit of the doubt if there was like something in his mind where he was like oh well maybe she's like you know feminist i don't want to insult her if she you will not insult her by offering to pay. If she really feels inclined to split it, she will insist to split it. And you'll know the difference between like, no, seriously, let me get my half. And like, it's up to you. Yeah. If she says it's up to you, it's like. And to be clear, letting somebody who asked you on a date pay for your dinner is not not feminist. <laughs> yeah. And like, and guys, out like you really have to take it into account. Like, 
like, was your meal more expensive? And if it was, that's going to be really annoying. Like if you, especially if you got like, you know, you got three cocktails and she got like a glass of the house red, you know, like, like at the very least in situations where your meals significantly more, you know, be like, Hey, like, let me get the, let me get the tip, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, it sounds like he didn't even do that. So yeah, I would say F this guy. Don't, don't talk to him anymore. I don't know if she's still talking to him, but yeah, I mean, I'm over it, it sucks because he was like a nice guy. Like, I don't know. I would maybe give him like a second chance and just like, like, you know, I don't know. Maybe he was just not thinking and just was like on an off night. It's not like he did anything mean. It was just like, like she said, it was poor manners. And I don't think she's in the wrong to feel that way. It's poor manners. And it's weird that he went like 90% of the way of like trying to be a baller of like, oh, I'll get the restaurant. I'll book us a table. I'll get the steak. But then right when it counted, he like couldn't follow through all the way. Yeah. I don't know. Troublesome. He was so close. So close. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I do like just to play devil's advocate. I mean, this doesn't make it okay, but like, there's a chance that maybe like on that second date, in his mind, he was just realized he's like not into this person, and was like, "Fuck, I don't want to like spend <laughs> my like date budget." Like, you know, like like yeah. he could be on the date and like halfway through the date, be like, "Oh man, I don't, I'm not that into her." like as much as I thought you know like she's really nice but like I don't feel that chemistry and like fuck I don't want it to like now I'm like I have to pay this meal but you know that's your fault right <laughs> you know it's you made an investment sometimes investments don't work out but you gotta you gotta fall through yeah go pick a less expensive restaurant yeah, exactly. Uh, if you guys want your listener questions answered or if you have any funny text messages from an app you want to share, email us at contact at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. You can also find all of our contact info on our website at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. Now let's dive into our reason of the week. This week's reason is ripping the dating band-aid off. Which can be so hard when you just get out of a relationship. You're newly single. You're like, ah, I haven't dated in so long, depending on how long you've been in a relationship. And it's a little scary to get out there, you know? Yeah, and I think that another thing that makes it really difficult is that when you're in a relationship for a long time, the way you're used to interacting with like your romantic partner is very different than the way you're going to be interacting with like strangers that you meet on Tinder. And I think sometimes it's hard to make that transition of like, you're used to sharing everything with that person and just being so comfortable and maybe like a little TMI. Right. So I think a lot of the time that first date is kind of going to be your, your crash dummy date. Yeah. Cause you, maybe you're going to overshare, but in a way maybe that could be like refreshing, but also someone else could be like, Okay, there are social etiquettes. <laughs> There's like social norms that you're n- not following. <laughs> you right. <know>? Yeah. <laughs> like I've heard a lot about your ex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't talk about exes. No, even if you just got a relationship. Like if he asks or she asks, like, you know, oh, like, so like, you know, why are you single? Which I hate that question. It's like, because I'm single because I chose to be single because like no- nobody else you know, was worth my time. But, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, or if they say like, oh, when's the last time you dated? Like, just keep it like for now at the very beginning, like just keep it like one sentence and not don't be bitter. Don't talk shit on your ex because that's also a big turn off. You know, like maybe when you get more comfortable and you're really getting into like your history and like that might like give some context to like things that trigger you. And, you know, like eventually it's helpful to kind of know people's history and background, but it, but don't do it at like 
in the beginning. Yeah. Like the first few dates, like no, 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 Agreed. no, they're not your therapist. Um, and to be clear, when we say ripping the bandaid off, we mean ripping the bandaid off after you've given yourself time to like heal from a relationship. Like don't get out of a relationship and immediately go on a date. But like ripping the bandaid off is like once you've had your time to mourn, you've like moved on, like your ex probably is already dating somebody because guys kind of move on quick sometimes. Um, not to generalize. But um, yeah, once you you like inside, you know, like, all right, I'm ready. Sometimes it's hard to just download that app or like mm -hmm. make that move with that person at the gym. Yeah. And that's when it's time to rip the bandaid off. I made that mistake a long time ago. I had just broken up with my ex and there had been a guy who I had been like, I had like talking to on like a dating app and we never went out because things had gotten serious with, with this ex. So I, you know, sent a real, this is why it's good not to ghost people, by the way. I sent like a really nice message to him and I was like, Hey, I was really looking forward to like going out with you. Cause we had like talked about going out in like the next week. I was like, but you know, I started dating this other guy and things are getting a little more serious and I just don't feel comfortable going out with you. But you know, you seem really great. And like, I wish you all the while, all, you know, the best. And he was like, thanks. I really appreciate your honesty. And I was like, you know, didn't talk about, didn't, you know, that was it. Okay. And then I broke up with my ex and I was just like, didn't have the energy to like go look for other people. And then I remembered this guy that I was almost going to go out with before things started getting serious. So I reached back out to him. He had, his last name was Plum, which was like my favorite <laughs> last name ever. Um, and I was just like, Hey, no clue if you're still single, but you know, things just ended with, you know, this other guy I was dating, you know, wanted to see if you like wanted to grab brunch but I did this like way too early it was probably like I don't know like a week or two maybe after like things had ended and we went to the brunch and I was just a depressed piece of shit and I like it was so hard to even like get dressed for the day I was just like I was like a mopey sad version of myself so I went on this brunch date and it was just the worst brunch. Like I was a miserable, probably like a miserable human being to be around. Like I was trying so hard to be happy, but like you can't fake it. And then, and like, I think like halfway through the date, I was like, I was like, like he had picked the place, you know, <laughs> but like, I just knew there was zero chemistry. And I just asked, like when the bill came, I was like, let's split this. Cause like, <laughs> we know this was a bad day. Like it is so obvious to everyone involved. And he was like, he was like, okay, thanks. And I was like, yeah, you're great. Like <laughs> we're splitting the bill. We're never talking again. Like, and so we did, we split the bill, but it was great. And then I was like, bye. And then we did like the awkward thing where we like had to stay, we're taking like the same subway home. Uh. And I was like, oh, fuck, <laughs> fuck this. But yeah, that's where I made the mistake of getting out too early you ripped the band-aid off too soon too soon when the <laughs> wound was fresh exactly. and it was still bleeding it's a great metaphor you gotta let your wound heal while your wound is healing do some self-care that's my new favorite like buzz phrase self-care because it it gives you permission to indulge in whatever like lethargic shit you want to do oh like you want to stay home and do like a face mask and and eat some chicken fingers that's self-care bitch you're allowed yeah but after you do that self-care, eventually you have to rip the bandaid off. So let's go back to your friend that, from the story you told earlier on. How long did it take her to rip the bandaid off and meet the guy whose name she didn't know? <laughs> um, Who we now know is Richard. <laughs> so um, she – it took her a while. She, she had that thing where she got dating fatigue kind of um, and she deleted all her apps and her she lives with her sister – 
which I think must be really hard sometimes because your sister is blunt with you in a way that your friends Nobody can't else. be. Oh my God. Yes. So she kind of had an intervention and was like, listen, you got to get back out there. Like I see you in the apartment all the time. Like you're, you're like doing your thing, but you should go out more and like meet people. And so she like, I, I don't know if her sister actually like found this person for her or she let her, but she was basically like, you have two choices. Like either I'm going to find somebody or you find somebody, but so you're going long? on like a date this week. Three months, six months after a breakup. Like how, how long, I mean, I know, you know, it, the time can be different for everybody, but it's how long a, did your friend I mean, it's been, <laughs> it's been many years. Uh, it's been a few years. Oh, since shit. But, no, but she's been dating. That's why we on. did this episode. No, no. the bandaid <laughs> off before a few years. But she's, you know, she's gone on a bunch of dates, but she just, it goes in waves where she just is like, she's I give still up. hung up on her ex? Um... <laughs> I maybe. don't know if I can talk about it. Oh, I don't okay, know. Sorry, sorry, maybe. Sorry. Uh, maybe. Well, yeah, you know, that happens sometimes. But I'm glad she put the bandaid off. And I hope her and Richard get married so you can, you know, maybe, maybe not tell the story <laughs> at their wedding. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, don't let that happen to you. But um, I don't know. At least in my experience, when I've been hung up on somebody, like the only way to fully, fully get over them is to like really fall hard for someone else. Yeah. So and and, you know, you can't it's a delicate balance because you can't do that too soon. Like I did that one time. But, um, but you know, when I, when I met Nick, it was like the perfect, perfect amount of time, you know? Right. You got to listen to your instinct. And I think also- it had been like six months actually. It was, it was like six months maybe since. So, yeah. And I would say if you have a friend that's going through a breakup, knowing that it's hard to know, like when your, your wound has healed, if you think their wound is healed, tell them. Tell yeah. them it's time to get back out there. Sometimes that helps. Yeah, push your friends. Uh, and, you know, no no when to push. Um, you know, make sure it's not coming across as like single shamey. Make sure it's something that you think that they they want. Exactly. Uh, all right. And that brings us to our reason of the week breakdown. So one of the hardest parts of getting back out there is knowing how to send the first message on dating apps. We will help you pull the Band-Aid off by providing some ready-made opening lines straight out of a rom-com. If it's good enough for Ryan Gosling, it's good enough for you. Laura, you will have to guess which rom-com these opening lines are from in a game we call Sliding Into Your DMs from AM to PM. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Thanks. From AM to PM was a great song from the early 2000s. Yeah, who Vanessa Manila? Mm, I don't think it was no, her. No, Christina Milian. Yeah, I think it was her. <laughs> I think it was her. That era of one hit wonders was, in the early 2000s. I can confirm Christina Milian. Great, great. Um, okay, first opening line that you can use on Tinder. What movie is it from? You're looking, or you're good looking. You got a beautiful body, beautiful legs, beautiful face. All these guys in love with you. Only you've got a look in your eye like you haven't been fucked in a year. I would say that's a line you shouldn't use. <laughs> Never use that line. Uh, it worked for this character. Is it from a Judd Apatow movie? It's not, but it sounds like it could be. Uh, I don't know. It is from Scarface. Uh, Scarface. All right. Yeah, that's how Al Pacino got Michelle Pfeiffer. Shocking. Okay. You know, I've actually never seen Scarface. They say the F word a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, next quote. Let's hop on the good foot and do the bad thing. Footloose. <laughs> really, really good guess. But 
Austin Powers oh. in The Spy Who Shagged Me. Yeah, that makes more sense. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I said it in a British accent. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. My improv, my, my impersonation skills were not great. Um, okay, next. See, Let's impersonate it, though, from going forth. This is just like a regular person. All right. <laughs> so I'm going to say it like a regular person. Sure. Um, see, I've got this little problem. I've got a stalker. I need a cover. I need... For you to pretend we're having a scintillating conversation and you are wildly entertained. Um, oh, I don't want three in a row wrong. Do you like that as an opening line? Yeah, I kind of do. <laughs> I'm actually, in, we've been like, we've been like shaming stalkers I, and like, and then like, and then describing how to stalk on this podcast. <laughs> so I'm like weirdly into pretending that you have a stalker. That seems fitting for yeah. the themes of this episode. In the zeitgeist. <laughs> um, uh, can you give me a hint? Um, well, the actor that played this character is famous for jumping on couches. On Tom Elmer. Cruise. Yes. So, but, okay, this isn't from uh, Maguire. Tommy Maguire. Jerry Maguire. <laughs> Jerry Maguire. <laughs> um, I'm so bad. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> is that your official guess? Uh, I Just name another Tom Cruise movie. Uh, um, uh, uh, Can you do you know any other Tom Cruise movies? What's I try to not watch them. Yeah, um, they're not. What's the one where he's no. like in his undies and he slides? Oh, risky business. Risky business. Um, well, no, uh, but <laughs> also no. I got two nose, two buzzer nose on this one. Uh, is it the one where he's like climbs up mountains? Um, <laughs> I don't know that one. <laughs> the one where he's like, he does a lot of stunts. Oh, Mission Impossible? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, not that one either. It, it is <laughs> Vanilla Sky. Oh, I didn't Vanilla see, Sky. I didn't see that movie either. Uh, I'm like very, I like really see a lot of movies too. Just not the ones you pick I'm out. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a very pop culture savvy person. Okay. Well, this one, I think it's from a classic movie. I feel like you'll get it. I don't know. Okay. Next one. She says, it's a, it's a woman. She says, I appreciate this whole seduction thing you've got going on here, but let me give you a tip. I'm a sure thing. Ooh, I love that bold move into yeah. this line also. Um, I need a hint though. Um, it's, I'm trying to give a hint that won't totally give it away. Okay, you pretty much can give it away. I still it, probably won't get it right. The character who says this is a prostitute. Oh, uh, Julia Roberts and Richard Gere in Pretty Woman. You got one. Yay. That's why she's the sure thing he paid. Um, oh, I do know that line. <laughs> now I know it. Since you've told me. Because he has like the strawberries. Since you've confirmed the answer, I now yep. feel more confident. Yes. All right. Um, I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Oh, I also think I know this line too. Uh, I need a hint. Um, Will Ferrell. <laughs> um, Anchorman? Yes. Ron Burgundy. Yeah, that's the I, one where I feel like he's like the most cocky. Yeah, that's actually a line I've seen a lot on people's dating profiles. Um, that's so funny. Maybe I, I've, I've, the other one I've seen is also from Ron Burgundy, but it's like, your apartment smells of mahogany or yes. whatever the heck it is. Yes. yes. The, maho the mahogany line from Ron Burgundy. People love to quote Anchorman. Yeah. Uh, okay, next. 
I may be an outlaw, darling, but you're the one stealing my heart. Was that you trying to be like like a slight accent? There was a little twang there. A little twang, like McConaughey <laughs> twang? Um, it's in that realm, but it's not McConaughey. Who is it? Brad Pitt. Mm. I don't... Mm. He's got a cowboy hat. Is he a ghost? <laughs> no. What movie is that? It's like one of the early movies where he... Wasn't he like a ghost? Um, I don't remember. Brad, Brad Pitt is a ghost. <laughs> yeah, Brad Pitt is a ghost. I wish I had used... Meet Joe Black. Oh, is that what he is? No, I've never seen that movie. No. Yeah, I think he's a ghost. <laughs> uh, yeah, or he's death. Maybe he's death. Oh, I think he plays death. But it is I don't still know. like kind of a rom com. It's been a lot. It's from 1998. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. Uh, is it me, Joe Black? Probably it's not because I didn't even know that movie. <laughs> so it it's Thelma and Louise. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. And also, that's like a classic movie I've seen clips from. I've never seen it. We grew up watching different things. <laughs> I thought these were... <laughs> see, this was me being good. I've seen... I was I've trying to find like... Pretty Woman, but like we grew up like you were a Broadway child watching very like specific... Th- I, I, They're I, making Pretty Woman into a musical actually. That's exciting. Yeah. Was that my last question? Um, How about we'll do one more. Oh, okay. Okay. This is this Since one I'm doing so well. I feel like we talk about this movie a lot, so I hope you will get it. I don't know. All right, here Clueless. It is. <laughs> no, <laughs> I should have done Clueless. All right, I want you. I want all of you forever. The notebook. You and me, the notebook. Every day. Yes. The notebook. The notebook. Going out on top. Oh, thank God, a movie I've seen. Uh, thank you for the quiz. You're um, welcome. You guys are free to use all of those. I liked the notebook line. I liked that, like pretending you have a stalker line. Yeah. And then I liked like, what was that? Like confident, the vanilla skyline, I think. Or no, that was the stalker. The line. stalker one. Yeah. Um, you didn't. I actually think I like pretty woman. You like, I'm not like <laughs> encouraging people to go be like, but like, I like the like, yeah, I'm a sure thing. Like yeah. if you, if yeah. you are into someone, just tell them confidence yeah i like the confidence uh well we hope we have cleared up this week's reason because that is it for this week's this is why you're single podcast thank you for listening check out our book available on amazon barnes and noble and our audiobook on audible you can also get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors for a full list of our sponsors and the codes check out our podcast page on this is why you're single show.com we're also on social you can follow us on instagram and twitter at your single show yeah Definitely follow our Instagram. We've been doing a lot of Instas lately. You can follow me at Laura Lane Rad on Instagram as well. And on Twitter. I don't tweet as much, but still follow me, Laura Lane. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Sparadactyl. I retweet a lot, so I'll lead you in the direction of other better tweeters. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can also like and subscribe to the show on iTunes. That would be great. That helps us out a lot. It um, does. And Angela loves reading positive comments if there's one bad comment i will hear about it for three years so please so comment wisely do not leave bad comments just the good ones yeah thanks um thank you guys for listening tune in next week for a whole new show bye, bye. this is why you're single this is why you're single this is why you're single ba 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 That was a HeadGum Podcast.